Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Friday, April 14th, 2023, Anno Domini. Today's top story, the gamer who exposed the truth on Ukraine. Oh yeah, we're going to get into it next. New details emerge on the Bud Light story. And finally, a video has come out showing the Tennessee rep who was expelled, then reinstated, assaulting drivers during the 2020 riots. All this and more head, Human Events Daily. I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. I'm joined today by Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco and FBI Director Paul Bate. Today, the Justice Department arrested Jack Douglas Teixeira in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. FBI agents took Teixeira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. He will have an initial appearance at the U.S. District Court for the District of Massachusetts. I want to thank the FBI, Justice Department prosecutors, and our colleagues at the Department of Defense for their diligent work on this case. This investigation is ongoing. We will share more information at the appropriate time. So the Ukraine leaker, Ukraine leaker, Jack Teixeira, 21-year-old, Air National Guardsman out of Massachusetts. What are we to make of this case? And this is something that I'd like to explain from the position of my background as being an intel officer, as well as someone who does this job and does the work of human events daily, every day here on the show. Is leaking corruption a moral good or a moral negative? Which is the correct answer? Now, I know the government's going to come down on him, and they certainly will. The regime went out in full force. You've not seen the regime respond like this to, for example, the Dobbs leaker, the Supreme Court case, which leaked that in the middle of an election year. Uh, you've not seen this when it comes to the leaks revolve regarding Alexander Vindman, who he himself was leaking top secret information negotiations between, at the time, President Trump and President Zelensky selectively leaking them false leaks, as it turned out, to make President Trump look like he had done something corrupt and he actually hadn't. The perfect phone call. Okay. The government leaks or, or people within the government leak all the time. They do it every day. But what was the difference here? The difference here is very simple. This leaker embarrassed the regime. He embarrassed them because he showed the truth about what's actually going on in Ukraine. So I get it. He's probably not going to be in the military anymore. He might even have to do a little time for this. But as a people, as a populace that wants to attain freedom, as a people who wish to not have our children make the same mistakes, not be led into this. Do you want your kids to be going over and fighting in World War III when the leaders themselves know? The leaders themselves absolutely know that this is all a sham. 
that in fact it is a quagmire and we are just throwing good money and good lives as the bodies continue to stack up and they're lying about it. As a matter of fact, they read it every day. General Milley, President Biden, they read this briefing every day and they turn around and tell you everything is roses. It's not. It's absolutely not. They're lying to you and people are dying. So what do they do? They go after the 21-year-old gamer. Not the people who are lying. Not the people that are causing the death and destruction. No, 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 no. Of course not. They're going to commit to him. And I will say something else. This is a huge moment for people in the conservative movement, in the MAGA movement, America First movement. Are you on the side of the regime or are you on the side of the people? Answer the question. Do you view, was this kid a traitor? Is he meant to be smeared as some kind of foreign agent? Or is he somebody who brought the truth forward? Did he see lies and bring the truth forward? Now, I'm not saying he did it the right way. I'm not saying he followed the right process. I get all of that. But when somebody blows the whistle this big, and when somebody presents lies about a war, about a war that the government is lying about to the American people, shouldn't that person be given whistleblower protection? I call upon the United States Congress right now, specifically the conservatives in the House of Representatives, you need to open a review of this situation and see if he qualifies for whistleblower protection because in effect, in effect, he is blowing the whistle on the truth about these lies about the Ukraine war. And I'd also like to know from the House Armed Services Committee, are these briefings the same thing that the Pentagon is telling you? Because if the Pentagon's got one briefing for the joint staff, that's what this brief is, but another brief for Congress, which is true. Now you got a problem on your hands, don't you? Good in there and do your job because suddenly we're finding out, I have a suspicion. And let me tell you something. It's a little bit more of a suspicion because when I was in that job, when I was in the IC, we knew there was one briefing you made for Congress and there was another briefing you made for everybody else. That was standard operating procedure. And people saying, oh, he's 21 years old. He was in IT. How would he have access? To I was reading this brief every day when I was 25. Every day. This is part of your daily reading. This is like when I wake up in the morning uh, right now and I, I go to postmillennial.com. I go to humanevents.com. I see what's up there. I think it's great. I do the subscription feature so it's ad-free. I think that it just flies a little bit faster that way. A couple of bucks a month. When I was in the Intel community, this was part of your daily media consumption. The joint staff brief, there's another one that CIA does called The Wire. There's the NSA Pulse. Uh, there's NGA has one, et cetera, et cetera. You go, you go check them out. You go read them every day. So yeah, he had access. And of course, as an IT person, he would have access. Snowden had access as an IT person too. And so this is the real question. Are you on the side of the America First movement? Are you on the side of the people or are you on the side of the regime? Now, I wish we lived in a country where our military and our leaders were not corrupt. I do wish that, very much so. But you remember, they lied about Vietnam, they lied about Iraq, they lied about Afghanistan. Does it really surprise you that they are lying now about Ukraine? 
This is all they do is lie about these wars. We could see the truth right in front of our eyes. And this kid, a 21-year-old gamer with a Discord account, brought that truth forward. And you know what's going to happen here? They are going to use this because, of course, it came out on Discord, and you're already seeing the government talk about it. They're going to bring back the Restrict Act. They're going to do another – just save this video. I almost said screenshot like I was on Twitter. Screenshot this video, right? Save this video, and remember, they will use this to go after gamers. They will go after social media. They will bring back the Restrict Act, and they'll say we have to do it because the extremist gamers are out there taking out the country. You watch. They will use this to impose more censorship on you. Now, I'm not saying he's not going to pay a price for his actions because this is the real world, ladies and gentlemen. But I am also saying that the United States Congress and the America First movement should step forward. And I've seen Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene do this and say unequivocally that what he's done is provide the American people the truth about a war. And that is a moral good. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all of you and be as clear and concise as possible. <laughs> Bud Light and Anheuser Busch. Have a terrific day. So this is an interesting story for me because uh, people know, right? I, I don't drink. I'm sober 17 years. I don't necessarily have a dog in this fight because it's not my bag. But as someone who is a, an analyst and a strategist, I look out at the bigger picture of how things are being affected in the culture, in the world. And I've been taking a look at this situation. Now, you guys may have noticed that I haven't really been tweeting very much about this, the trans brand ambassador uh, with, with Bud Light, because I'll tell you the truth. When I first saw that story, I thought it was fake. And here's why. Because I saw what that freak, that man posted online. And I thought, this looks like a meme to me. Because I went and go checked out Bud Light's actual accounts. I checked Twitter. I checked Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. I didn't see it there. And so I said, wait a minute, if this guy is posting it all over the place and saying, oh, this is a paid partnership. I'm very excited. I'm going to be the new face of Bud Light. It's something they, it didn't pass the smell test and it didn't pass the smell test because I said, why isn't the company posting it anywhere? And remember this also happened around April 1st. So around that time, I was thinking, okay, April Fool's jokes are all over the place right now. So stay frosty, right? You know, you got to make sure that, uh, that you're something you, you see on April 1st, you got a little double check before you retweet something. So I haven't really said much about it. I tweeted a few articles. I said, you know what? Um, obviously we can see there's a backlash. Obviously we can see that they've lost a lot of money since, 
the situation is going on. But then I dug a little bit deeper and there's reporting out there. I've seen it from the Daily Wire. I've been able to confirm this as well, that this whole paid engagement narrative, it's just not true that this was actually a one-off thing that was done by the marketing department, these millennial women in the marketing department, these libs that are in there for sure. But guess what? This wasn't signed off at the senior level of the, of the company at all. And it turns out that they've actually paused all of their marketing going forward as they deal with this. They're looking into it. They're absolutely looking into this because they slipped it under the rug by saying, oh, there's just an influencer partnership. But I don't think people realized exactly who that influencer was and what the response would be. And believe me, they got a little bit of a response because there's certain influencers that maybe aren't great for your brand, especially when your your market is the exact opposite of that person of that dude, this whole like, oh, let's make it inclusive. Let's do this. Cause you go and look and, 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 and my friend, of course, DC Drano, uh, put out that this thing was done by this market department. You've seen these crazy videos from them. But when you look at the company itself of a bud, of bud light, et cetera, et cetera, you dig into the numbers. So I dug into the numbers and I said, okay, who do they give to? They give 60% to the right. 60%. And guess what? You know what they're good on? They're good on tariffs. They're good on trade. You know who that hurts? China. That hurts China. And I'll tell you something right now. I'm very interested in that. I'm very, very interested in that. So guess what? This thing, I've dug into it, right? Here's the POSO check, the fact check. It wasn't a limited run. It wasn't a public can. This was a private cozy made by the marketing department for this freak. You go and look back. There's no BLM giving. There's no woke giving. None of this stuff. Uh, the bathroom bills thing came around. They weren't for it. They weren't for it at all. And, and let me just say something to this, this wider topic of should we be platforming this freak? And you notice I'm not saying the name. I'm not saying the name for a reason. Because when you name someone, when you make them the target like that, you're giving them power. You are platforming them. You're building them up. Because understand, our villains are their heroes. Why would we want to give a hero to the other side? Why would we want to show the left that this person has all this power? Why would you give them power? So if you notice, I've been ignoring them. And I've said this before on Twitter, I've said this recently, and I think it's going to be my, my standard going forward. I'm not going to make them heroes. No, stop platforming the people who hate us. Stop trying to make these massive heroes for the other side, because you don't see what you're doing. And there are people out there that do this. You don't realize what you're doing is that you're giving power to the other side. You're building them up. And you're saying, this person gets under my skin. This person blasts me. This person goes after me. One post and suddenly everybody loses it. I'm just saying, guys, chess, not checkers. Don't get me wrong. Like, dude's a freak. But again, chess, not checkers. That's all I'm saying. Folks, as the parallel economy continues to grow, we've seen tons of conservative coffee companies come and go. I held off until I found one that I really liked, and that's why I'm happy to tell you about Blackout Coffee. It's not enough to simply taste great. You want to know 
and be proud to support a company that's aligning with our values, our conservative values, and that's why I'm telling you to give them a try. I have been told that my next shipment of Blackout is on the way. I'm counting down the days until I can try it again. I am proud to personally recommend this coffee. Before I found this coffee, I was like, look, I'm already getting great night's sleep, but I want a great coffee to help me wake up in the morning, and that is Blackout Coffee. This is a company 100% committed to conservative values, from sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support and shipping. They've got an incredible work ethic and accept no compromise on taste or quality. So what do you do? You go to blackoutcoffee.com slash POSO, use promo code POSO, 20% off in your first order. Stop giving your money to woke companies that don't care about you and stay true to our values. Let's talk about expulsion. For years, one of your colleagues who was an admitted child molester sat in this chamber, no expulsion. One member sits in this chamber who was found guilty of domestic violence, no expulsion. We had a former speaker sit in this chamber who is now under federal investigation, no expulsion. We have a member still under federal investigation, no expulsion. We had a member pee in another member's chair in this chamber, no expulsion. In fact, they're in leadership. Justin Jones. Well, I should say a contact in, uh, in Tennessee forwarded us this video that just came out talking about old Justin Jones and a video of him from 2020 the middle of the summer, you guys remember the summer of 2020, a little something called the Floyd riots. In fact, I've been thinking of writing a book called the Floyd riots and all about the history of race riots in America that have been going on since at least the 1960s. Uh, we've certainly seen other situations before then, but it's amazing to me that the media and the popular culture has morphed the sixties specifically into this, like, uh, this gossamer time of primroses and rainbows and four leaf clovers everywhere. When actually it was rampant violence, race riots all over the place that went into the 1970s, left-wing terrorism that not only began, that didn't begin in 2020, it actually has a long history, right? And you can even go to the Haymarket riots. And we talked about that in my last, uh, Antifa book, um, this has been going on for a long time, the Wall Street bombing, the anarchist Wall Street bombing. So left-wing violence has been with us for a very, very long time in America, and yet the entire history of it is completely hidden. So much hidden, in fact, that here we are, Nashville, Tennessee, in the summer of 2020, had a guy who is now a state representative. They tried to kick him out. He was reinstated. Not a great look. He was stopping cars in the middle of Nashville and assaulting drivers with, I guess it's like a traffic cone that he found and just beating people, just beating people in the face with it. If they didn't acquiesce, you can't even tell what he's saying. He's screaming insanity at them. This guy's a state rep. You literally have a guy who's full on BLM Antifa inside your state house. And he's castigating you and chastising you. You've got militant extremists in your government now. And let's be frank, we've got them all over the place. We know this isn't the only place. We've got, look, you had the vice president. Right now, Kamala Harris, during that same summer, raised money for the people who were arrested through this Minneapolis Defense Fund. That money went to all sorts of psychopaths. 
Was it a scandal for her? No, of course, because the media never reported on it because they acted like it wasn't happening. The same way they acted like the Floyd riots didn't happen. By the way, this this situation, so not only should he be arrested, not only should he be, be behind bars for this, but this situation is remarkably similar to what? And go look at the video again. He's surrounding the car. It is a false arrest. He's not letting the guy out. He starts assaulting him. Remarkably similar to exactly what happened to Daniel Perry in Austin in the exact same summer, in that same time frame, because this was a tactic that BLM and Antifa were using throughout that entire year, that they were going after drivers, circling the cars, demanding they uh, repeat slogans as if it's some kind of spiritual incantation for their neo-pagan religion. And then if they didn't repeat it, if they didn't acquiesce, if or if they just didn't like the way you looked, they started beating your car, they started attacking you. In this case, it was with a traffic cone. In Daniel Perry's case, there was an AK-47 that was brought up. And I've seen some people say that the AK-47 wasn't pointed at his face. Oh, it wasn't pointed at his face. Well, I'm sorry. It was pointed at him. It was pointed at his car. And even the media at the time reported that they were gesturing to him, that they were gesturing to him with the AK-47. Oh, it was a gesture with an AK-47. Yeah, guess what? Somebody gestures at me with an AK-47, I'm going to respond in kind. And in fact, I'm going to respond before the AK-47 has an ability to take me out or any member of my family or anyone that I'm with who's just following the law and being a regular citizen because these are left-wing mobs. He participated in a left-wing mob and the rise of left-wing violence. Do you think this is going away? Do you think this is going to stop? They're emboldened. They are enabled. You know, the neocons love to say, oh, Putin's going to be emboldened. Putin's going to be emboldened and he's going to storm over Ukraine. He's going to storm over Poland and the, the Baltic nations when it's, he's got like a tiny little sliver of Ukraine right now and they're, that they're fighting over. It's not like some massive, uh, massive push is going on. You know, it's actually emboldened these people right here in our own country that you don't seem to have a problem with. Where are the federal charges? Where's Merrick Garland? Right. You're going he's going after guys posting memes. Like Doug Mackey, he's going after other guy, this leaker, find him in, in five seconds, five seconds, the Ukraine whistleblower. And I'd love to see Congress, by the way, evaluate whether or not he should receive whistleblower status because of the gravity of the corruption that he exposed. It's simple. It's as simple as that. And yes, it does make a difference. The friend enemy distinction is alive and well, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now living in a country where it's determined that if you are a friend of the regime, you're allowed to commit whatever violence you want. Folks, it's been a great week. We've got an incredible Sunday special lined up. You're really going to like this. It's called The Rise of American Bolshevism. The story locks in. So make sure you are subscribed to us here, Apple Podcast, as well as on Rumble to Human Events Daily. Make sure you're checking out every day. I'm going to be in Austin this weekend, going to the Tim Pool event, and then I'm going to be speaking at Minds IRL. Well, apparently I'm going to be debating Destiny over the Twitter files, but getting a lot of comments, folks, a lot of comments that come in all the time. People reach out to me, people reach out to Tanya Tay, member of promo code POSO, never Tanya, about the moment of history. So folks, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, it's today's moment of history. We're bringing it back today, April 14th, 1865, President Abraham Lincoln shot dead in Ford's Theater 
by John Wilkes Booth just a few days after the end of the Civil War. That was this day in history, 1865. We must remember our history. We must also remember the history of President McKinley, who was shot and murdered by a left-wing anarchist named Leon Cholgosh in Buffalo, New York. I bet you didn't know about that one. Folks, it's been an incredible week. Honored to be here with you. Honored to be here on Human Events Daily because we are sharing this stuff out, breaking a lot of news, a lot of work, and appreciate the team as well. Uh, producer Meech, producer Angelo, producer Russ, everything they do. We got Jess making the reels over on Instagram, so please share those out to everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore. <laughs>